Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your girl, DJ Shardanger. And it's your boy, DJ Big Bopper. And we are back with another late episode of Wave of the Planet. We're going to go ahead and officially apologize for being late today. It has been a week. Yeah, it's getting near the end of our uh, school year. <laughs> and she's getting... about to graduate, and I'm still trying to truck through. <laughs> but it's, it's just, it's like getting towards, like, finals. Like, we got, we literally have a month of school left. I think you, what you said your last day, your last final was on the 4th, right? Yeah, I believe so. It's the 4th, so yeah, you have a month. I literally have a month. I have 37 <laughs> days till I graduate. Ooh, no, in 37 days from right now, I'll be a graduate. Yay. That's crazy. So it's just like, you know, uh, mildly stressful, but it's fine. We're fine. We're here. We're here for you guys. Um, how's your week been? Um, you know, it's been pretty stressful, you know? <laughs> like, we kind of just went over trying I to get things. <laughs> the theme of this episode is stress, maybe stress and how to cope. You know, that, uh, that meme where the dog's just sitting in the front or sitting at the table and the, his house on fire and he's like, everything's fine. It's fine. That's literally how I feel. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> same. It's like, uh, there's so much stuff to do, but it's fine. It'll be fine. Um, what about you? How's your week, man? <laughs> About the same. Um, I don't know. It's just getting down to the wire. You know, I'm leaving. Um, like, I'm graduating. And so it's like graduating and then I'm going to move. And so it's kind of just like, all right, I wanted to, like, have this. I, like, planned in my head, okay, by April. I really said by, like, the end of March, beginning of April, I want to have a job. And I want to know where I'm going. May, um, I want to have a lease signed. June, I'm going to be, like, financially ready. And then July, I'm going to have a summer move in august um it's april don't have a job yet so i'm kind of stressing out a bit but i'm okay like i'm getting there financially where like i god forbid i don't want to move and i have a job but if i need to yeah because i'm moving no matter what so moving without a job is gonna be scary yeah it's very stressful very you know a little bit of the unknown you don't know what's gonna happen Exactly, but, but I do what at I least you're do. preparing for it, so you'll have some money to fall back on. So you can just hang out. If you don't have a job right away, you can be okay until you get one. Yeah. Plus, I'm also starting to like realize that you know this is it, and it's kind of like okay, I need to take some time for myself. I need to do things for myself. Uh, me and uh, Kylie, I think she was on the last one. We're gonna go to a baseball game next week. Um, it's educational, so it'll be like good for school and like business stuff what uh, game y'all going to a rangers game it's actually called career day with the rangers and so basically uh, they send it out to the college students and it's you get a private tour of ranger stadium okay uh you get to hear basically people higher up in the office and talk about talk about how they got there um you get your ticket you get like some rangers bucks um and then you get the fireworks show afterwards and a ticket Who are they to the playing game. It's a really good question. I don't know, but I'm actually going to that game on Saturday as well um, for Val's birthday. So. Oh, sweet. So um, two Rangers games this I think weekend, I, I watched the Rangers Tuesday. They were playing uh, the Houston Astros. So Yeah, yeah, that's what's uh, <laughs> going on right now. Oh, okay. Their series. So Oh, okay. So you're going to watch the, the Rangers get beat by the Astros? Uh, we'll see. Sweet. Uh, songs of the Week. All right, I'm going to go. I know I've uh, probably already used this artist once. Uh, it's going to be by Denzel Curry, but it's a cover of uh, Bulls on Parade. So it's a Rage Against the Machine cover. And I think, 
I just think he does a really good job and it's really unique perspective on it. And I just like the sound and I like his voice and I just like how it all goes together. And there's parts of it to where it's mostly the same song all the way up until the end. And he kind of has his own uh, input on the song where he does his own little freestyle. And I think it honestly sounds really good. It's really enjoyable to me. So we're going to go ahead and we're going to check this out. It's a Rage Against the Machines Bulls on Parade cover by Denzel Curry. See, I just, I don't know. I like the the unique take on it. I like his voice. I like how he kind of does it. I mean, uh, I like a lot of his, uh, I guess he's more of like a trap rapper, I guess. I like a lot of his music from that. So I saw this come up on my uh, feed on YouTube and I was like, okay, let's check it out. And they got a bunch of different ones. Uh, they have like ASAP Rocky covers um, Redding sitting on. And then I, there's a couple other like rappers where they cover a lot of different rock songs. And I think it's just really nice. I like it. I like to get that different perspective of it. And I like covers. So, And I like Denzel Curry. I like Rage Against Machines. So <laughs> that that's my song for this week. Okay. I like it. Um, I like Bulls on Parade. Um, it's a dope song. Like I remember playing this song on uh, Guitar Hero. Of course. So... <laughs> Which is where a lot of Bob's inspiration for his songs that we come from. Oh, that's um, the only instrument I know how to play is the Guitar Hero. <laughs> like, I have every song on uh, Guitar Hero 3, done it all, done them all on uh, Expert. And I have actually, the only Guitar Hero I do not have is Guitar Hero 1, because I believe that was only on the PlayStation. But don't quote me on that, I could easily be wrong. And then um, the new one, which is the Guitar Hero Alive or something like that. And it's like, it's just different. It's weird. And I'm not a big fan of it. So <laughs> what about you, girl? What what song do we have for the week? Okay. So um, we're going to talk about her. Actually, I think we're going to make her her first story just because it'll be kind of relevant to what we're talking about here today. But um, Billie Eilish dropped a new album and... Uh, it's just different, dude. Um, the song that I chose from the album is called My Strange Addiction. It's just like, so her album, um, like I said, we're going to talk about it in a little bit. But it's so different. Well, have you, did you do the song, um, You Should See Me in a Crown? Have you, did you do I've that? I've done that one before, okay. yeah. yeah. So... Like I'm a Billy fan for Which, sure. To me, I've um, started rewatching Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones is coming back up. We got, yeah. I think it's like April what 14th, 16th or something, something like that. Like that yeah. Is uh, the new season's coming out? So I've been rewatching it, and I've heard the "You Should See Me in a Crown." I just think of Daenerys every time. <laughs> but let's check it out. My 
addiction. I'm really, really sorry. I think I was just relieved to see that Michael Scott got his confidence back. Yeah, Michael, the movie's amazing. It's yeah. like one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. Deadly fever, please don't ever break. Be my reliever. So, like, I, what I think it's funny about it, you know, I watched The Office, so, like, it's got some, oh, like, okay. Office stuff. Oh, okay, that's what that's from. Yeah, I'm so yeah. confused. That wasn't just, like, uh, some, like, random YouTube ad or anything. No, that's, like, in the song, and at the the very beginning of the song, he says something, he says, like, Billy, I haven't danced like this since my wife died. And it's like, what? But, um, but yeah, the album is super dope, and um, this is just a song that I really, I don't know, I just like it a lot. Um... Yeah, no, it's definitely a very vibey, real, like, I'm a, I want to almost want to say kind of like lo-fi-ish, but it's not. Yeah, and a lot of the songs are like that. Uh, Bad Guy is, like, crazy out there. Um, there's a song called All Good Girls Go to Hell. So it's like, um, and then there's, like, When the Party's Over, that one. Uh, I haven't, I don't think I've made that one my song of the week, but it's very um, um, yeah. kind of, like, slow and solemn. So Did we get... A new music from Ariana Monday? Yes. Which one was that? Monopoly. Okay. I almost made that one it. Oh. <laughs> I remember I remember that came out. You were waiting, you were watching the countdown, waiting I for was, live. It was like four o'clock is when it was gonna drop. And then it so, finally it was four o'clock and it started and then it was like two minutes you're like, Come on <laughs> I know, I was like, Are you kidding me? But yeah, honestly I like it and then she like she made that one with her best friend. So, but all right, well, do you mind if I do the first story then? Go Just ahead. because it's about uh, Billie Eilish. So, um, When We All Fall Asleep is heading for number one, for heading for a number one debut on the Billboard 200 chart, which... Um, so, is that, the, um, is that the song or is that the album? Well, see, that's the thing. I'm, it's the album. I'm oh, pretty okay. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's the Billboard's 200 album. So, I was like, because the Billboard's Hot 100. But, yeah, this is the the album itself, which we've talked about before, how, like, how Drake's albums will go, like, platinum before they even, you know, come yeah, out. Yeah, because of the singles. Yeah, exactly. So, um... And I believe that also happened for Seven Rings and the Sweetener album as well, right? For Ariana? Yeah, and yeah. so, like, it's not really surprising that that's what's going to happen here. Uh, but uh, Billie Eilish is headed for a number one debut on next week's Billboard 200 album chart. And okay. she's only 17. And she's only 17. According to industry forecasters, those in the know suggest the singer-songwriter's new album, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go?, should open atop the tally with over 250,000 equivalent album units earned in the U.S., in the week ending April 4th. So that's this week. Uh, if the set opens as expected, it'll garnish Ellis her first number one and log the second biggest week for any album in 2019. This year's biggest week currently belongs to the debut frame of Ariana Grande's Thank You Next, which launched um, 360,000 units earned according to the Nielsen Music. So, and we know this. We remember when Thank You Next came oh, out. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. I mean, um, she she actually did end up having, like, the top three up in there. Yeah. Like, where they had to boycott one song to get the other one up there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's like, how that works. Dang. Uh, the Billboard 200 chart ranks the most popular albums of the week based on multimetric consumption, which includes traditional album sales, track equivalent albums, and streaming equivalent albums. And I think that this is smart because streaming... Yeah. I, streaming 100%. is the way of the future for music. Well, for because, sure. So I'm like, glad that that's thrown in there. 
I honestly, I, I'm not, I mean, I haven't really bought any CDs for like, I don't know, six years. It's and always, I'll buy their digital albums or I'll just stream it, to be honest. So I'm glad that they're, they are tailoring in that. And I believe like earlier this year, we kind of had a story about how they were changing um, the classifications of like gold, platinum, diamond, and stuff like that because yeah. of, because, because they're adding streaming. in that streaming into it. So. Yeah. The top 10 of the April 13th dated Billboard 200 chart uh, where When We All Fall Asleep could, it could debut at number one. So okay, it's scheduled yeah. to be revealed on their website on Sunday. Um, when We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? was issued on March 29th via Darkroom Interscope Records. It's Eilish's second release following Don't Smile At Me, which peaked at number 14 on the January 26th dated chart. Okay. The set had earned 922,000 equivalent album units in the U.S., according to Nielsen Music. The album's songs have generated a combined total of 1.15 billion on-demand audio streams. That does not surprise me because um, that was when I, um, that album is kind of what first made me uh, listen to Billie Eilish. Not a lot of people, you know, um, I think, I don't know what really got people Honestly, What What was the first song of hers that you heard? Um, that I like heard and recognized and enjoyed, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I could slap that song to the name." Would yeah. probably see me in a crown. Like yeah. I said, like I don't know, that one got stuck in my head, and then I, like I said, I started watching the Game of Thrones, and I was like, "Dude, lyric for lyric, I'm just thinking." I was like, "This is Daenerys Stormborn. This is literally yeah. like what?" Well, see, don't stop, don't smile at me. Came out in 2017. Um, so she was only 16. 15, 16, yeah. Oh, my Lord. Um, And I, it came out in December. That's awesome. Of 2017, actually. I just um, hope she doesn't get burned but, out, man. Yeah. That's so young. That's well, awesome. Yeah. And, like, the, I knew almost, actually, I knew every song off this album because, um, I don't know, you know, I listen to, like, different stuff. Sometimes I'll listen to alternative. And, <laughs> I, uh, I listened to it before it was cool. <laughs> like, I mean, not to be that person, but I was. <laughs> like, I was listening to the song, like, Watch My Boy Copycat. I Don't Want to Be You Anymore. Like, I have all those downloaded from like 2017 2018 like early 2018 whatever <laughs> anyways so like that's what got her name out there and then um she's had like um bellyache is done really well um she ocean eyes that one uh it's a pretty good song by itself and there's a lot of remixes to it blackbird did a remix to it hmm. that gained some traction and so um i think this album is going to be a good release uh for her Obviously, you're going to sell pretty well. And then, um, I don't know um, what of it is going to be on the radio. Bury a Friend, maybe. I think that one has been. Um, I could see My Strange Addiction. That was my song of the week, be on the radio. Wish You Were Gay was a single that just came out, Uh, (laughs) which needed some clarification. Because it wasn't saying that she was wishing that another female was gay because she's a lesbian. She was more thinking... So was, basically, she had a crush on this guy. Right, that's this right. This guy yeah. did not have a crush on her. And so, and, and she play, explains it well in the song, too. Like, she didn't need to come out with an explanation, but she wanted to. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, basically, she was, like, letting everyone know, like, the song is about her, like, f- like basically falling for this guy. And this guy did not like her. And it was just because he didn't like her. Um, but she was, like, wishing that the reason that he didn't like her was because he was gay. Because it so, would like, be a lot he, easier for her. Yeah. yeah, to, like, deal with the fact that he doesn't like me because he's not in women, into women. So, uh, but, yeah, like, honestly, it's going to be a good couple of weeks for her. But now she can be like, look at me now, dude. What's yeah. up? <laughs> what I can say about Billy, though, um, 
or just in general for people who get uh, famous when they're really young. Like, I think success is success, and I think that, um, you know, you can have success at any age, but I think that um, for people who start off pretty young, I think they kind of, like, hit a wall younger mm-hmm. than others. And I'm not saying that she's going to. I hope not. But no, no, no. But like, I can definitely like, um, there's this interview that she did and it's like, she did the interview and then they gave her the same interview a, an exactly a year oh, yes. later. I was talking about that. Yeah. And she just looks, seems a lot less happy. Yeah. You said, and you said the like she lost the light out of yeah. her Yeah. And we'd seen this a little bit, like we had talked about um, Lil Xan. Yeah, he kind of was kind of seemed the same way. He like yeah. got in, got famous young, and it kind of just happened. He was like not prepared yeah. or ready, and it's just like he he just did not like it. And I think that that's one of those things that not everyone is meant to be famous. 100%. I think that I think we've talked about it in the office a couple days. There actually, how like not everyone um, deals with fame the same way, mm-hmm. and how some people you know um, want to do what they want to do or want to do what they like to do, but can't necessarily. Yeah. Uh, handle or don't want to handle the fame so um you know i i wish nothing but happiness on her like she's doing a good job right now she truly is like herself and um like if you watch her music videos you're like what but um i really like i applaud like kind of person that she is and like you know she stays true to herself and i hope she keeps it that way and then doesn't she uh like her helps her with her songwriting isn't like her brothers yeah Yeah. it's like her and her brother write all of her songs so she's very like i don't want to say family oriented but like she keeps her homies close yeah so so i feel like man there's we're gonna have a lot of good music coming from her she's young so she's got time yeah for sure so that's oh i mean that's good I enjoy it. Like, it's a really different, and I like it. Yeah, her album, it just came out, and it, I liked it. A, I like it a lot just because um, she's one of these newer artists who, like, I can listen to one of her songs, and it'd be completely different from another one. But, like, okay, this is Billy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's not the same sound, but it's just, it's just, it's something that she would do. It's yeah. a Billy song. Right. So, exactly. I enjoy it a lot. It's enjoyable to me. <laughs> Well, going off that, like, new songs, new music, they just oh, came Lord out. Jesus <laughs> We're going to talk about uh, April 1st. We had a uh, new song drop by Emo G Records, which uh, is Elon Musk's. Mm. And it's a surprise rap song, R.I.P. Harambe. And it came up, he uploaded it onto SoundCloud, and it kind of just went from there. I know it's on YouTube. It's, like, all over the place now. But, um... Elon Musk, he combined a Twitter joke with a year-old meme in autotune into a surprise new song called R.I.P. Harambe, which the Tesla CAO uploaded onto SoundCloud this following weekend. And this might be his finest work, he says. And the SpaceX boss's sound of the track, which he posted on his fictitious G Records, which is a play on the word emoji, um, in the SoundCloud page between the tweets about the Tesla, the Tesla Semi and then the play on the call back to a must joke so from earlier that weekend they kind of started to where he kind of reached out and he made the song i guess as our april fool's joke kind of deal but i mean he produced it and it's like it's thoroughly produced and it sounds <laughs> fun i guess uh the two minute track is a bouncy tribute to harambe the gorilla who was shot and killed in cincinnati zoo after dragging a three-year-old boy who climbed into the enclosure in 2016 r.i.p harambe and sipping on some bombay we are on our way to heaven. Amen, amen. An autotune voice sings <laughs> throughout the entire song. So since it was uploaded early on Saturday, the song had been streamed over 
250,000 times uh, just Monday. So I believe it now it's uh, it's at like 2.7 million the last time I had checked. Like it's it's crazy. It's oh man, it's, it's just fun. It's just funny, and I'm sure that I mean that's not tallying up like YouTube and all the other ones. That's yeah. just off that SoundCloud. It's just I don't know. It's I like to think if I was that rich, I'd, I would do fun, stupid things like that. Like it's just fun. You know? To me, it kind of just it makes me like kind of mad, but like not big mad, but just like. So, I don't know, because the way I think about it is, like, it's, like, it's funny. It's a joke. I get it. But also, like, I don't know. I'm the kind of person who, like, I think about R.I.P. Harambe, and I'm like, yeah, for real, R.I.P. Harambe. But also, like, the thing about that, the whole thing is, is, like, it blew up as a joke, but, like, it's not, like, it's not, I don't know, it's not a joke. It's, like, it, it is a joke, but it's, like kind of a serious matter oh yeah it's like that same story with uh that girl she like fell in she was like leaning over to take a picture with a cougar and she like leaned over the fence and like fell in Mm -hmm. and like at that point it's like uh, i'm sorry this happened to you but i don't feel bad it's your fault yeah um, and i'm like they didn't have to kill him. They didn't have to kill Harambe. I don't think that he wasn't aggressive at all. Should have. I, I, I don't know anything about wild animals. I'm not even gonna try to act. Well, right but here. when we cage them, not to be like an, uh, a tree hugger here, but that's just, that's just like the whole thing to me. Like, I, it's not funny. It's well, typically like, when they're in enclosures, they're not aggressive. They're well, like yeah, yeah. docile. Yeah, I know. That's my whole thing. Is just like it's just kind of like it makes you. It makes me think a little bit because I'm like. Man, like, mm-hmm. like, like when people go into the middle of the ocean and they get attacked by sharks. Like, I don't think it's funny, but I don't really feel bad because it's like, uh, yeah, what no, did you I mean, think was gonna happen? You're in that shark's it kinda, habitat. It kind of just spread. I guess the meme could spread just because. I mean, it was injustice. They, yeah. I mean, yeah. But I digress. I mean, it's I've, a funny song. Look, <laughs> I've seen Rampage. Okay, if Dwayne the Rock Johnson can calm down that giant animal, I, I don't see why honestly they, they don't have like handlers for. Yeah, it. literally, they could have just shot him with a dart and knocked him out. But it's good; he's dead. They didn't kill the jaguar or panther Cougar or whatever. Po- yeah, whatever it was. Thank God. So, and so we had that. So there was the Miami's Ultra. Fe- or music festival, right? Okay. Well, the Coast Guard had clamped down on a bunch of different illegal boat charters during it. Whoa. So the Coast Guard is cracking down on illegal boating and fishing charters and has terminated several joy rides over that weekend around the area of Miami's Ultra Music Festival. On Friday, the Coast Guard ended the party for 12 people on part of a 55-foot pleasure craft, Sea Raven, and after discovering multiple safety violations, the Coast Guard officials have also forced another half-dozen boats to end their trips Saturday and Sunday. So the fines for illegal boat charters can be hefty and it costs around tens of thousands of dollars for various safety violations. The agency says it will seek out maximum penalties for people who are put others on risk through these illegal operations. But like, look, if I want to be on a yacht watching this show, I I mean, I don't necessarily understand what exactly happened. See, I don't understand it, why it would be illegal. I mean, the safety violations, I get that. But yeah. if you, it's everything's up to code, like, could you not just chill on your yacht? What exactly were they doing? Just chilling on the yacht? Yeah, they were. I guess they were watching the music festival from their... Oh, so they're mad because they didn't pay to get into the music festival, but, basically. But, but it's, they're on the water. It's not... They don't own that. Yeah, also... 
they got a yacht, so they got money. Yeah. Right? Okay, but here's the thing: like that's like for that's like coming at somebody who lives in a high rise near a like a baseball field and just watching from their from their apartment window or something. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing, and it happens all the time. I remember uh, a couple years ago we'd be watching uh, football games, mm-hmm. and uh, one of my friends he just didn't feel like going sometimes, so he would get up on top of the building and yeah. just like watch the game. I've so, watched the Strohs from um from a building just. Well, I'm talking about Tarleton, but uh, well, not so professional. Well, off of <laughs> that, like I've seen people. Well, um, I actually had seen one from my dorm. Like I just sat on the mm-hmm. top and just like kind of like watched. Yeah, and so I didn't know that there was actual like I didn't know that was breaking not any only, like violations. Yeah, or not only that, do you have that like walkway where there's that chain link fence like right near where you can just sit there and watch? And like what? Okay, I'm not in the venue. I'm not using the amenities. So like. Yeah, exactly. You know, I don't. They don't own the rights to the water. That and like you can. Oh, I was gonna say that music festival. That's different, I guess. Because I was gonna say with a game, like you can watch it on TV. So like you know, but I don't know. It's probably it's different. Um, I don't know. I don't really know all the the laws and legalities for it. But I, from everything it says, it's they're going. Um, they're basically forcing these uh, safety violations. So I guess if it's all up to code, they can't do anything. Or is that like a gray area, touchy area? I don't know. But I I don't agree. Like, I agree. Okay, if it's like out of safety protocol, I understand that. Like, their boat's messed up or uh, whatever, the drinking and driving or drinking and boating or whatever they're doing. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Close down on that. But if it's like everything's up to Kevin, they're just chilling on the yacht, I don't really see if they can harass them about that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know uh, maritime laws, so I could I could easily be completely wrong on that. All of that, so <laughs> probably let's do. <laughs> That's true, but I don't know. Okay, so do you uh, do you know Nipsey Hussle at all? Yes. So Nipsey Hussle, he was shot and killed outside of his Los Angeles store, and if you don't know him, he puts a lot into his community. Yeah. Like I know he had a, like just built like a library. He put a lot of money into his area where it comes from like he's a real good person and people lo- like people let LA love him like he's yeah. a good guy even the, good guy. the Los Angeles Police Department literally yeah. said like when they saw that it was his name they, he was like I read it the name and then I read it again and I said uh, no no this can't be like not this one he was a good one like he was a really good guy which as and, I'm doing this story man I just got this update saying that the murder charge filed against the man accused of fatally shooting shooting him Good. So there's that, at least. So there's something. So I mean, let me read through this story. So I, I don't know if it was prosecuted yet in this story, but um, Nipsey Hussey had died after being shot outside of his uh, Marathon Clothing Store in Los Angeles Sunday afternoon, March 31st. And according to uh, Los Angeles Times and NBC, and then it was later confirmed or later confirmed by the uh, city's mayor. And he was only 33 years old. Yeah, he's very young. But Billboard had reached out to Nipsey's reps for confirmation of the report, and then two others had also been shot before the, sus- the suspect had fled. So, um, though law enforcement officials could not immediately release the names, they confirmed the two other victims are in stable condition. A statement on the LAPD HQ Twitter recounts at approximately 3.20 p.m., there was a shooting reported in the area of Slosen Avenue in Crenshaw Boulevard. Three victims were transported to a local hospital where one was pronounced deceased. 
We have no suspect in info at the time. See, okay, so at the time of this report, they did not have anything, but they mm-hmm. just, okay. He's been arrested and charged. So, so. luckily. Uh, our hearts go out to the loved ones of Nipsey Hussle and everyone touched by this awful tragedy. L.A. is hurt deeply each time a young life is lost to a senseless gun violence. My crisis response team is assisting the families coping with the shock and the grief. In an, in an earlier press conference, the LAPD said the investigation was being handled by the homis- as a homicide and that there was one male blacks black suspect okay so they did have a suspect at the time it's now confirmed he is being charged with murder and um just before the shooting nipsey had treated or tweeted having strong enemies is a blessing the rapper born amias ashton opened his la store in 2017 he released his acclaimed and grammy nominated debut full-length album victory lap in 2018 he performed at Warner Music Group's Grammy party in downtown L.A. in February 2019 with WMG owner Len Blavantic among the partygoers and closest to that stage. So, like I said, terrible loss. It's a real, he's a good guy. He put a lot into his lot to his community, a lot to his fans. And it's just it's really it's always a shame to see, you know, somebody die. It's just always it's just worse when it's a truly good person. Yeah. Um, so he has done a lot. Like, if you look at his, I mean, you look at his, uh, he's got a little bit of an acting career and it's not that big. He was on like three shows. Um, you look at his rap career, he had a couple albums, but his main thing is like his, huter- his humanitarian work. Giving back to the community, helping people. Yeah. Yeah. Also, <coughs> he's the one who released the FTD Sorry. song. Um, I can't actually blank Donald Trump. I remember that song. I remember that yeah. song came out. Um, but he's uh, been a, like a really big social activist and things like that. Um, there is speculation about the reason that he um, was shot. Uh, it's kind of a conspiracy theory, and you know me, I'm not like super big, super mm-hmm. big believer. But this one, I do believe, um, is kind of true. Um, he was starting a documentary about Dr. Seabee. Um, Dr. CB was the doctor who, I don't want to like, basically cured AIDS. Okay, yeah. You, cause like we've all heard, you've heard rumors about it. Um, basically he cured AIDS and, um, he, he died. He was killed. I believe, no, that was well. through, uh, maintaining like a specific diet, right? Mm-hmm. That he had found like cured AIDS and a bunch of different other ailments. Yeah, and see, like the thing, like lupus, I believe, was one of them. Right. I think so. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah, he basically um he was doing a documentary at the time about um how so they, all of the things that uh Doctor CB uh, had done. So basically, they think that because of that, he was gathering all that information that people didn't want him to see or know or discover. So they basically put a hit on him. Yeah, like it's not confirmed that um, he cured it, HIV, herpes, or anything. Mm-hmm. But um, speculated. Yeah, it's very it's speculated. Um, he is not even a doctor. Um. He is just an an herbalist 
who is very strong in his beliefs and basically um, he believes that he's cured these things. Now, do we know if that's true? No, because we have never. Plus, I'm sure it would be buried. Even well, if... yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I don't want to get too, like, conspiracy or whatever, but, like, like, it's one of those things, like, if we had a cure to cancer, do you actually think the government would? Yeah, he's doing the Illuminati symbol right now, but it's like, like for real, like if we had a cure to cancer, do you think that they would actually, you know, Man. release it? Because if you think, and I'm not trying to be like anti big farmer or anything, but like curing cancer versus like make having cancer, pay for, making you yeah. pay for chemo, going into remission with the thought that it may come back again, that's more money. And I'm yeah. not saying that the government's money hungry and all this, but... No, I'd seen that in a movie where they, like, basically said that. I can't yeah. remember what it was, but it was like... And I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but there are some that I'm like, yeah, I kind of believe that. Yeah, there's some things that's, like, kind of just, like, out of nowhere, things pop up, and, like, with modern medicine, I yeah. kind of... There's this song called Drug Dealer by Macklemore. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I said by Macklemore. But it's a really good song. He basically um, talks about how he became addicted to drugs. Um, he was addicted to, to opioids and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And how it escalated because, um, it, you know, it starts with, like, a headache or you're having, like, some shoulder pain or whatever. Right. And instead of, like, exercising and working it out or doing, you know, other natural things that will help you, you know, you're just prescribed these pills. Mm-hmm. And these pills will get you high. And then you're always chasing that high. And when that doesn't do it for you anymore, you go to something stronger and stronger and stronger. And so um, not to say, you know, F Big Pharma, but like, like there's just certain things that like I'm not really pro right. drugs See, per it's, se. It's, it's a lot. Like, they'd be like, okay, like, let's, for instance, um, lupus. They're like the drugs to combat lupus lupus like their side effects are almost as bad as the disease itself exactly and there's a lot of drugs like that where it's like you can take these drugs but your side effects and like that's been around for so long i don't know i don't i don't understand it i don't i don't hopefully i mean i would make more sense than if it was just a random like stroke of violence because that would be yeah and it's like that's why it's like he was such a good guy. This seems so random, but he did have like connections to uh, Dr. CB. And so Nick Cannon has now come forward and said, like, I'm going to continue his work. And I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he was making a documentary. So Nick Cannon said he's going to finish it and he's going to continue his life's work. So uh, we'll see what comes out of that. And we'll definitely, you know, yeah. when that doc comes out, let you guys know if I'm still here. You know, here, you know I'll watch the documentaries at yeah, least. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> at Firefest. Whatever. I'm a busy woman. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. I'm I'm off tomorrow, thank God. Okay, okay. So I might like I actually... eight to five, you know, no big deal. Honestly, I was supposed to, but my boss was like, mm, you have too many hours this week. My boss on the weekends. I was like, okay. So right, but, well, uh, I want overtime, but whatever. Honestly. What else we got? We got a little bit on, I see the Rolling Stones over there. Okay, Mick Jagger. So, like, I'm not going to call the Rolling Stones old, but they're all, you know. They're at least over a half a century year old. (laughs) My mom's over a half a century year old, yeah. I'm trying to be nice. (laughs) So, you know, they're getting up there, basically. Um, They've postponed their upcoming North American tour due to unforeseen medical treatment for Mick Jagger. Um Mick Jagger has been advised by doctors that he cannot go on tour at this time as he needs medical treatment. Representative for the Stone said in a statement, Jagger's medical condition was not detailed, but he's expected to make a complete recovery. 
In total, 17 dates spanning from Miami's April 20th stop to July 29th in Ontario will be rescheduled. Well, and the, the good news is, is they're not canceling it; they're rescheduling. So yeah. it seems like the outcome, like, is going to be good. Well, it seems like it's like an ailment that he can recover from and will be good to go. Hopefully, it's nothing too serious. Like, well, I don't think they really disclose too much. Yeah, at this point, it could just be like a, a flu or like a yeah. strap or like something like it. Like, okay, like yeah, April to July—that's like two or three months. But it's also like. As you get a little bit older, your immune system gets right. weaker, so it's like, okay. You want to make sure you're good to go before you try to do it. Exactly. Um, so, I'm devastated for having to postpone the tour, but I'll be working very hard to be back on stage as soon as I can. Mick Jagger said in a statement. Um, so, it said original tickets for the North American tour will be valid at rescheduled shows. Fans are encouraged to hold their tickets. So, basically, you know, they'll come out with a new schedule. When they do, they'll let everyone know, keep your tickets because that'll be your... Take it into the new show. So okay, well, good. That way, at least if you had your ticket, you're good to go. Um, what about like? I wonder if they're going to reimburse the people that like that was that time that they had scheduled for it. Now they can't go because they got work or something. Is there like something set up maybe that way? I uh, think what they'll probably do is do refunds, mm-hmm. and then it's like don't mm. refund. Like don't refund if you're going to actually go. Yeah, and then they'll sell those it. tickets. Yeah. To make sure that people that want to go can go. Yeah. That people want to go but can't go now, maybe because of conflicts with scheduling or whatever. So. Yeah. Curious. I've never, I really don't know how they handle all that. I mean, I've always wondered how they handle rescheduled shows, but. Just get yelled at by fans for, you know, nonstop. For being Be like, a person. <laughs> refer them to the crisis hotline, please. <laughs> Honestly, truly. What? What uh? What else we got? Because I got got one more story, but it's a little bit happier, so I want to hold it for the end. Is it? Okay, let's see. Well, well it's happy to me anyway. I mm-hmm. think it's good. Okay. Um. Well, I got sad news, <laughs> so let's uh, make them happy as we uh, bring it down a little bit. Um, the band, uh, hers, the Liverpool duo. Um, they're dead after getting into a car accident. Um, the band Stephen Fitzpatrick and Auden Lotting were traveling to a concert in Santa Ana at the time of the accident. Um. And they're the only members they died in an automobile accident along with their tour manager. And I'm not even going to try and pronounce his last name. Um, Trevor Engelbrexton, I think. Um, the incident occurred yesterday, March 27th. So obviously in March. Um, while they were traveling to a concert in Santa Ana, California. Uh, the group's record label, Heister Hit, broke the news on a Facebook post and they said, We're all heartbroken. Stephen and Auden were on the second tour of their North America playing 19 dates of sold out shows to a fan base that adored them. The pair were on the UK's most loved up-and-coming bands. Their energy, vibrancy, and talent came to define our label. As humans, they were warm, gentle, and hilarious. Each time they stopped by the office, made for an uplifting experience. To say they were close would be an underestimation of a friendship that was genuinely beautiful to witness. They loved one another like brothers. Um, They released their debut album, LP, Songs of Hers, in 2017, and their follow-up album, Invitation to Hers, arrived last year. And they were in the midst of a tour behind their latest record. So it's always sad. We have a lot of death today. But it's always sad to hear, um, I think especially an up-and-coming group. And, the, and they're young, too. And it's just like, it, I've heard a lot of their stuff. It sounds good. It's more that kind of indie style. Yeah. Um, but like, it just sounds, from everything I've read about them, it just, it's terrible. Like you said, it's they're all, they had 19 sold-out shows. Yeah. And and I and when I think of that, like, because they're an up and coming group, I can't like 
I guess you could call AJR like my favorite band, and I just like think about them mm-hmm. when I, when I talk about it because they they are an up and coming group, yeah. and like they have sold out shows. Like they may be a group that not a lot of people know their names, but like they have such a like Dedicated crazy fan base. Yeah, 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 like crazy like super close fan base, and like that's what I think about them, and that always makes me so sad because it's like as a fan you see the potential in their music, and you're like, gosh, this album was so good. It's not going to get any better. Like, how do you make songs better than that? And then they release another album, and you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I love this so much. And it just, it like, sucks to have that taken from you. And, and I don't know, we kind of go over that, like, I don't know, when we lost Mac Miller, and he yeah. wasn't done. Yeah. Like, he has a lot of time, a lot of lot of still to say. And I feel like the same thing with them. Because, I mean, they sound, everything that I've read about and everything I've seen, they're just generally good people. They yeah. Just, and they like, were just making music cause they, for the love of music. For their yeah. fans, they didn't really care about anything else. They just wanted to make their fans happy, and they felt like they could do that through their music, and that's what they wanted to do. And they came to America to do a tour, and like, you know, it's got just, into a car accident. And I can't remember. I I thought I had read. It might have. It might have been incorrect, but it was like a drunk driver or something. I don't know. Yeah, I think you said something about that, but which is even even worse. Like, do we even have like to that, say like don't drink and drive? Do y'all not know that yet? <laughs> Like, that is completely preventable. You do not have to drive every time you drink. I don't. The Ubers, taxis, Lyft, like, it's on your phone. It's like, what, three bucks to get home safe? Okay, I'd pay that. I mean, even if it's 14, I almost paid 26 bucks for one in Austin this weekend. Why? Because I don't care. One of the girls was like, okay, this Lyft is going to be. My life isn't worth $26. (laughs) This girl was like, it's going to be a Fourteen dollars. Will you guys Venmo me? And I'm like, no, I'm not gonna Venmo you. I'll pay, I'll pay for the one home. Like it's not a big deal because it's it's worth more than my life. And exactly, like, yeah. Or so, it's not worth more than your life. Yeah, <laughs> it's worth it. Yeah, it's yeah. worth it to pay fifteen dollars to make to sure know you get that home. you're gonna get you home spent, safe. She spent more than that on Tito's. Because you're not even endangering. Okay, you're not even only endangering yourself. You're endangering others. Exactly, and that's the most selfish part about like when people do drink and drive. Because drinking and driving is selfish. That's just what it is. Don't ever think. Oh no, I I got this. I do this all the time. Or not? No, it's it's not. It's really not worth it. Um, stay alive. Uh, definitely. Drink and drive. Look, they got Lyft. They got Uber, and I'm sure they got taxis still in here. Like we have taxis here. Yeah, like, we got Taxiville. Like. Yeah, Stephenville, we have Uber, we have Lyft, we have Taxiville. There is, we have DDs like me. There's and no we're a reason. small town. I'm sure, like, there's no I excuse, don't know man. when the last time we had a drunk driving accident. I think it's been a while. I haven't seen one on the news or anything in a long time. Which is good. Yeah, People I'm are very learning. Glad. But Thankfully. they're trying to make Stephenville a wet county. Uh, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, I could, Economically wise, because like think about all of businesses in town. Okay, but think about like all these college students. All their money is going to like either Granbury or I don't know what town is going east on Washington. Yeah, I think economically it's probably a smart decision, but I think that it's not a good decision. Just overall, I don't think it's a good decision. I feel like they're going to get the alcohol regardless. Yeah, okay, but I like the fact that I don't mind that I have to go to Granbury to get it. Because here's the thing, because when you start making it easier, easily accessible, mm-hmm. especially to, like, these 18-year-olds who are getting it. Yeah, like, my neighbors, dude, they're so loud and obnoxious. See, I don't think that and, way. Like, they I'm... 
I guess I'm just really old and I'm, I don't <laughs> yeah. drink that much there, anymore. Like, I don't there drink. is an age difference between like me and once you hit, and it's slight. But I feel like, like once you hit 21, definitely 22, you're kind of over it. <laughs> once you're in that downslide of 21, drinking is not like, like everything anymore. Like, it's like, okay, I can do this. I need like so. a, I need to, you know, get a hold of my life. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, it's like for me now it's like drinking is like maybe I'll have a beer with dinner, but I haven't drank in a while. Yeah. I drank this weekend. But before that, well, even when I drink, like I'll drink like a beer or a margarita or something, maybe once in a while. But even then, I'll like I'll make sure I'll wait like an hour to two hours before I even think about leaving. Well, and it's like um, like my neighbors unless I'm not driving. They're super super loud all the time. They party literally every Tuesday and Thursday. The cops showed up like twice to like shut them down. They're minors. They're all minors. Of course. Well. Uh, last week there like cops were like at their apartment and like walking through and everything and I was like ooh I don't know what happened but uh mm, get them sounds like somebody about to have to move out but anyways yeah so, um if you don't have those na- noisy across the hall neighbors you get a, rent a little house like I me. have noisy upstairs neighbors too I don't you know what I got a nice little quaint little place you know no more apartments for me I just don't want to have to furnish a house right now that's understandable like I got a lot of free things given to me so like you need to come check out my new house like I will I got a, like a lot of stuff is mismatched as of right now but it's because it's a lot of free stuff and as I make money like every paycheck I'm like okay I'll Set buy something this. aside yeah. buy yeah I'll buy this I'll buy that so like, you know, it might not be the prettiest thing right now, but eventually, like, you know, by the time I graduate, I, I plan on having like a fully furnished house to when I move, like, I'm ready. I yeah. can move into a house, you know, like there a small go. little starter home. There you go. That's a smart way to look at it. I'm more of a, like, free bird, so I'm like, okay, I'll live in a furnished apartment. I'll probably move three more times I'm, before I settle down. I'm more but of a free fun. bird. I'm going to go to Colorado, and yeah, if I don't have a job, buddy. I don't have a job. I'm just going. You know what? I want <laughs> You make me sound like I'm so unprepared. I'm I'm applying for jobs, I promise. It's just like a process. Anyways, what else we got? <laughs> I'm not saying that you're unprepared. It's just I'm anxious for you is what I'm trying to say. Look, everyone is saying that and I'm like, you don't think that I'm anxious? Look, I am I one of the are. most anxious, stress-filled, like just nervous people on the planet. That's like, it's okay cuz I know you got this. Okay? Thank you. You got this. Thank you. Okay, well, um, Herbert's photos of David Bowie, Madonna, and Morris going to be exhibited at Upstate New York Museum. So the work of the famed celebrity and fashion photographer Herbert's is going on display at. So it's going to be at the Fenmore Art Museum in Cooperstown, and so it opened up Monday, April first. And it's going to be going through Labor Day, September 2nd. So Ritz was one of the world's most famous photographers in the 1980s and the 1990s. And when he became known for his elegant portraits of supermodels, rock musicians, and Hollywood stars. So the Fenmore exhibit is going to be organized by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in Cleveland. And it includes Ritz photographs of such music icons as David Bowie, Tina Turner, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Paul McCartney, Bob Dylan, Prince, and Madonna. So wow. Ritz died of complications from AIDS in 2002. And that really kind of surprises me. Like, I felt like when we lost, like, we had talked about, I felt like when we watched Bohemian Rhapsody, we had talked about, like, losing um, Freddie Mercury. And that was before they came out with the medicine to combat AIDS, you know? Yeah, to like, and it doesn't even, like, 
so to, it doesn't cure it. It doesn't make it go away. It kind of just like hopefully stops the yeah. symptoms. But I just feel like just in 2002, I don't, I don't know. I haven't heard many people dying of AIDS in the 2000s. I, I know I knew a couple or I heard of a few like in the 90s, but not so much in the 2000s. So that's it was just kind of I was just kind of. Yeah, that well, is kind of it's because we don't even really think about mm-hmm. um AIDS being that big anymore, right? Because like we know it is, like we know that it's big. But we, and we have know like that a cure, or we have medications for it. We have though. medication too, and it doesn't. People aren't. Well, I mean, they are, but you. It's not as common to hear of twenty-year-olds, twenty-five-year-olds right. to die of AIDS. Well, that's because um, they have. If they catch it early enough, yeah, like, they can stop it when it's only. I don't know if it goes from HIV to AIDS or what it, it is. It goes from HIV to AIDS. Yeah, if when it's an HIV, they can stop it now. I have and a keep friend it from going into AIDS. I have a friend whose boyfriend has. Um, I think he has AIDS. I don't know if it's HIV or AIDS actually, mm. but um, his viral load—it's undetectable. Oh, okay. so like, I don't mean to get graphic, but yeah, th- he will not. Um, as long as they are safe, he does not have to risk getting it. Okay, um, yeah. And, like, you can, it does get to, if they catch it um, soon enough and you do the medication and it works for you, it does get to the point where even, like, um, you know, like, bloodborne illnesses, like yeah. stuff like that, even if they were to share blood, not, you know what I mean, just yeah, in general. Yeah, be a blood donor or yeah, something. They wouldn't, they wouldn't let him, but right. it wouldn't be detectable in his blood. Um, so technology has advanced that much that we just don't even think about it yeah because it's like a, it's not like cancer where it's uncurable yeah that we know of so i mean it's since just it's just kind some, of and and the medication doesn't really um it i guess doesn't. it's kind of like polio you know you think of somebody dying of polio and then all, you're like bro i haven't polio hasn't been like a thing since the 60s yeah so and i mean it's it's still a thing and it's still around oh, yeah, it's it still just is, but not, not not in like America, it's, where it's a first world country. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not talking about polio. I'm talking about like HIV and AIDS. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just very. Um, you don't think about it as yeah. much of a killer anymore Mm-mm. because because of live, all the medication. People live with it every day, exactly. and it's like you, some people you don't even know. You can't even tell. Exactly. So, so all right. Well, to end on like a positive note, or at least yeah. positive to me, um, I'm a big fan of Tool. So, um, if you don't know Tool? Check them out. They're a great band. Um, not for everybody, but I think they're phenomenal. They have a really good, interesting take on music, and I enjoy it. Um, but Tool changed their logo to confirm something big for 2019. So the di- the time has finally come for Tool fans. The band has finally confirmed that something is definitely happening in 2019 with the addition of the Roman numerals for 2019 to their logo. Tool fans are just about on the brink of insanity as it's been 13 years since the release of their last album, 10,000 Days. And uh, to make matters even worse, at exactly midnight on April 1st, the band shared a quote-unquote new song video that consisted of 37 minutes of crickets chirping. Then they proceeded to post an additional four videos of crickets chirping. No one really knew uh, what to make of it, but Maynard James Keenan seemed to have be having a blast watching everyone go into a frenzy. So in February, Keenan gave a ballpark estimate for the album's release date, uh, claiming it should be out in the summer. 
This came shortly after rejecting dr- drummer Danny Carey's statement that it would be ready by April. So in March, the band announced a handful of tour dates for 2019 in addition to the festival appearance. So they're going to be going um, Jacksonville, Florida, Birmingham, Alabama, Louisville, uh, Kentucky, or yeah, uh, Hampton, Virginia, Concord, North Carolina, St. Louis, Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, Lincoln, Nebraska, Des Moines, Des Moines, Des Moines, uh, Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa, <laughs> and uh, Bridgeville, Illinois. So unfortunately, none in Texas, which I would love. I would, I would travel. I would go anywhere in Texas to watch Tool. That's awesome. I would love to see them live. So unfortunately, we don't get that. But it's great if you are a Tool fan. Now you know it's ten thousand days. Like I said, thirteen years ago. So we're finally getting some new music from them, and I'm really interested. I'm really excited. I'm very curious. To, to hear it and I want to hear it I'm really excited I hope they drop it soon <laughs> I know you I remember you talking about uh, the last time I remember you talking about Tool a couple well, of weeks ago I put um, Sober uh, by Tool was one of my songs of the week yeah. I believe and then I do think I had a story for that or about them back then as well but uh, yeah I think that wraps it up for our music news of today um, what about our sports news so I mean on the sports front uh, not not too much um, actually there's quite a few um, well, let's we ha- just first start off with our bracket we were wrong <laughs> we were completely wrong but tech hey tech yeah. is their first ever final four appearance so yeah so me and bob we uh we 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 done we done we 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 did bad duke lost houston lost i'm out (laughs) houston lost the first round duke won and then they uh lost to michigan Mm -hmm. i cannot stand michigan i have a thing against michigan and it's just because of the larry nasser thing i know the football team had nothing to do with it but i still have an aversion to them and so it's like but um, so the NCAA men's final four, that picture is going to be um, it's going to be Michigan. It's going to be uh, Tech. It's going to be Auburn and it's going to be Virginia. Man, I hope Tech wins just for those Texas boys. Come on. So, yeah, that's the thing. It's like I, I can't I don't have Duke to cheer for anymore. So now I, I, I got to go with Tech. I got to go with my Texas, <laughs> Texas with the Texas team. That's why I was going um, for Houston all the way, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that works. Got to represent that H at that bottom of the map, baby. And so um, Auburn number. Well, and it's funny because the the seeds are uh, Virginia's the first seed. Mm-hmm. Auburn's the fifth. Tech's the third and Michigan's the second. So uh, that's like how they were seated yeah. when they came in. So that's pretty funny that uh, one, two, three, and five are in. Yo, at least it um, wasn't like an upset. Like what was it? It was the last year where Duke lost their first game. Look, completely destroyed everybody's bracket. I don't want to talk about it. Anyways, um, so yeah, Tech and Michigan will play on Saturday at, at about uh, seven fifty, and then Auburn and Virginia will play on Saturday a little after five. So the winner of those two games will go on and play for the championship. So I'm hoping Tech pulls it out. And uh, I really hope Virginia pulls it out. I'd like to see a good game. I also would really want to see uh, Virginia beat Tech. I really want to see Tech beat Michigan because Michigan's who who beat Duke. Mm -hmm. And then for our women's bracket, we didn't didn't fill out women's brackets, but we told you guys last week that we would keep you updated on the women's brackets. Um, So we've got a Texas team in the Final Four as well. Let's go, Baylor. We got Baylor. So we got Baylor and Oregon playing tomorrow at 6. They're going to be playing Friday. And then we got Connecticut and Notre Dame playing at 8. 
I think these are, like I'm of course I'm, I'll watch the men's, but I think these are going to be the games to watch. Oh. Baylor has had a phenomenal season. They're ranked number one. Oregon has had a phenomenal season. Oregon has the NCAA leader Uh-oh. in triple doubles, not the NCAA women's. But Leader overall, overall Heck in yeah. triple doubles, dude. Awesome. She's so good. So I think, um, and, and Baylor has Kim Milky. Like, Baylor has just played film. And, you know, I have an aversion of Baylor's football team. I really do because of things that have happened. Um, but I, I definitely support their women's sports because I think that um, just like with uh, Michigan, I think that they get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. So, like, the Lady Bears, but, like, they, I will say, they're one of the most, not necessarily, well, yeah, they're one of the most proficient basketball teams in the nation, um, just, like, um, college level, D1. But also, they're one of the best programs, and I like that they distinguish themselves from the men's programs. Right. Um, because a lot of people will see a school, and they'll just see the name of the school, and they won't look and see, oh, that's a men's team, or oh, that's the women's team, and they, you know, didn't play so hot, or they have these scandals going on. Um, I think the Baylor women really distinguish themselves pretty well. Um, and so I'm excited to see them go to the final well, four. I remember Baylor, uh, like, I, I don't know if it was like a year or two ago, but they had like that really tall girl. Brittany right? Griner. That was a, yeah, that was a while back. She, Man, um, my age. <laughs> did you say she's your age? I said showing my age. Honestly. Uh, I just remember, I was like, man, she was a beast. She's married now. Oh, wow. Hmm. Yeah. She went, um, and played in the WNBA. Okay, yeah, I remember. The, okay, she plays yeah. the Phoenix Mercury right now, and yeah. then she plays in Russia too. So, okay. oh, she's twenty eight, but she's from H Town. So, Hit, represent. That's what I say, man. That's how I know about her. She's actually divorced. So, there's that. oh wow. Um, hmm. but but her ex wife plays for the Dallas Wings. So oh, there you go. Both WNBAs. Yeah, yeah. That's probably how they met. But you um, said this. Wait, did you say the Rangers and the Astros are in a um, series against each other? They are right now. Because I can't remember. I left. It was still tied 2-2 two to two in the top of the third, I think, is when I left. Because I was at Fuzzy's getting me some tacos. So, the Rangers won yesterday. Okay. Um, They played today at 7. And they, or no, 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 they play in a couple weeks. They play on the 19th at 7, the hmm. 20th. Well, on okay, what about Sunday. wait? What's what day is that game? That because it was two to two when I left, so I know it can't be zero to four. <laughs> when uh, it was like I don't know. I want to say it was like Tuesday. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Maybe I, I don't know when they um they were played the A's this week. I don't know. Oh, this weekend? No, it was it was Tuesday. I was watching it. I I could easily be wrong. I'm not a. I don't know a ton about baseball. I mean, I do, but I don't at the same time because I don't keep up with it. I could have been looking at the wrong numbers, but I. No, I definitely actually think I um. Think that they were playing the Astros this weekend, actually. Mm, yeah. Well, I know I'd seen it, and I saw. I was just kind of confused. Let's see. They have played. Oh, they're playing the Angels today. Um, they played. Yeah, they played the Astros on Monday. They played the Astros Monday and Tuesday. You're right. But okay, yeah, the Rangers like, won both those games. Okay. Or no, no, no. The Astros won Monday. The Rangers won Tuesday. Ah, oh, dang. Then the Rangers won yesterday. They played the Astros yesterday. Still a chance. <laughs> so the games that I'm going to are when they play the uh, A's, oh, okay. the A's series. 
<laughs> and then I want to go to some Rockies games. Um, go ahead, start rooting summer. for your team. I my Matumbo jersey came in, dude. Oh yeah, that's it right. Looks sweet. I'll send you some pictures of it later. Go flex. Go no no no. Not today. Oh Not man, what commercial? I I can't remember what oh, commercial like that was for. Commercial. But man, I I remember that's because that's how I got to know Matumbos from those. I was like from those commercials. Yeah, because I don't I don't keep up a bunch with NBA, other than like Houston. <laughs> I do. I will. I like you know me. I'm a Raptors fan. Mm-hmm. I like. Um, I mean, I'll watch the Spurs. I like the Mavericks, and then. Um, I, you know, I'm going to be um, a Nuggets fan now, I guess. You got to be a, I mean, you got, at least you got the Avalanches. Yeah, you, you there's got, a lot of sports teams that you I got. You got the Donkeys, you got the, uh, donkeys. <laughs> you got the Rockies. So, I mean, you got a, you got a pretty good, you got a pretty good uh, spread of teams to root for. You got like all the sports, all other than like soccer. Yeah, and there's some, like, I'm about to get some Rockies, like, probably a hat at least. Because there's some games coming up, like, in, uh, well, not coming up, but, like, there's some games in, like, August, September that I'll be moved in and we'll probably go to. So that'll be pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, that was our week. Thanks for sticking with us, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with another episode of Wave Wave of the the Planet. Planet. Incondition. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe for updates when new episodes drop. And follow our station on Twitter and on Facebook at The Planet 107 to see everything going on at Tarleton Radio.